1: Get in the know, nonstop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on ScoreNorth and ScoreNorth.com. Dan Campbell doesn't just like football. Dan Campbell loves football.
2: We're going to kick you in the teeth, all right? And when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down... We're going to get up, and on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off, all right? And we're going to stand up, and then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down, all right? And on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap, and we're going to get up, and then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. Before before long, we're going to be the last one standing, all right? That's going to be the mentality. Football! Football, yeah! Football! Yeah.
0: Football! Get some! Yeah. Yeah.
1: Just, just your reminder of... Uh, how uh, the Vikings, no matter how bad things get this year, will not be finishing last place in
2: the NFC North. If I've lost both my kneecaps, how am I going to keep getting up to try and beat you up? You won't. Y- you won't. No, it's not. You You yes, will not. But, I mean, he keeps ta- talking about then. then, you know, then we're no, going to have to do this.
1: You will not be an effective pass rusher if you. I'll lose will be disabled, Both right? of your kneecaps. Yeah. It would <laughs> like be very, I'll just be useless. Be it would be disabled. well. I'd say it's you're useless. Jeez, Judd. Uh, but no, like with no de- kneecaps, though, well, you won't be able to sack a quarterback. Well, certainly. but I'd be useless as a football player. Yeah, that, yeah, that's accurate. Don't tell Dan Campbell that though.
0: Yeah.
2: I just that's he difficult. just assumes I'm going to at some point in time. If mm-hmm. you bite my kneecap off, I'm just done. Mm-hmm. I'm tapping out. Well, uh,
1: Dan Campbell is about to run his first training camp as head coach, and so that'll be uncomfortable to watch. Uh, this is Purple Daily, however, and I'm Phil Mackey. That's Judd Zolgad. got Declan Goff, our executive producer, presented by TCL. Enjoy more of what you love with TCL. And uh, also a shout-out because I got a feeling Dan Campbell probably is going to be looking for places of employment next year or shortly after, and Burnsville Heating and Air has him covered. They are hiring, they're hiring full-time, and they're giving up to $2,000 sign-on bonuses at Burnsville Heating and Air. And uh, just, just because the name has Burnsville in it doesn't mean that you have to like live near Burnsville. They've got job sites uh, within 15 to 20 minutes of wherever you live in the metro area. The top areas are in the East Metro, Woodbury, Oakdale, Stillwater, Lake Elmo, New Richmond, and uh, Hudson, Wisconsin. So if you're looking for a job, if you're, uh, if you're Dan Campbell and you're looking for a job, they offer full-time year-round work. Check them out at burnsvilleheating.com. Click Careers, burnsvilleheating.com, and click Careers. We're going to bring back an oldie but a goodie here today. We also have a Random Vikings Player of the Week and a sort of a mini version of Purple Rewind per a listener request. But it's been a while, boys, since we've done one of our favorite games on this show, Fire, Extend, <laughs> or Year to Year. Are you... Are you ready? Not
2: unless I have some music.
1: We can make that happen. I am the music game, JR. (laughs) All right, fire extend year to year. I got a handful for you guys. We'll start with, we've done this one a bunch. It's been a while since we've done it. Mike Zimmer, Rick Spielman, Kirk Cousins.
2: Fire extend year to year. All right. I am firing Kirk Cousins, I'm going year-to-year with Zimmer, and I'm extending Spielman. And I actually don't think that's a hard decision for me. Interesting. Okay.
0: Declan. I'm firing Mike Zimmer. Firing Mike Zimmer. I'm extending Kirk Cousins. Whoa, dude. I'm going to extend the quarterback. I'm going to extend the quarterback. He's got no more excuses. It's time to cook. The quarterback's ready to roll. We need the offensive first coach. That's why I'm firing Mike Zimmer. And then I'm going year-to-year right now with Rick Spielman. That's where I'm going with fire. in year-to-year. Extend Kirk. So you don't trust Rick Spielman. Okay. I, I trust him. Just year-to-year with him right now. Yeah. So I'm Armstrong.
1: I'm kind of, like, I'm different than both you guys, I think, because I'm firing Zimmer. It's been a good run, but, you know, he's. I just need someone who's going to communicate with my quarterback in the middle of a big game. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I'm out on Zimmer in this scenario. I'm year to year on Kirk Cousins for maybe a more reasonable cap hit, ideally, than $45 million next year. But I'm year to year on Kirk Cousins, and I'm extending. I think I'm, I'm I'm extending a fringe top 10 general manager in Rick Spielman. Definitely has had some blind spots, but for the most part, the Vikings have had really good competitive rosters under Rick Spielman even with some of the stuff we complain about. What if I swap Kirk Cousins for the Wilf family ownership? So, oh, interesting. fire extend year to year. The Wilfs as owners and then you don't know you don't know who's
2: going to own the yeah. team next and that's, that's easy a, to. That's, that's a yeah. roulette
1: game. Yeah. Uh Spielman and Zimmer.
2: Then I'm extending the Wilfs. Mm-hmm. I am going year to year with Rick and I'm firing Mike and again to me that is simple. The Wilf look The Wolves empower their people um, who they they hire, right or wrong. But I would rather my owner empower people than micromanage my people, especially when they're football fans, not necessarily football experts. So, yes, I am without any hesitancy under that scenario. I'm extending the the Will family because I actually think they've done a good job.
0: Same. I'm, I'm in locks of each other. I think that's the easiest one to do. Wolves haven't done anything that makes me have trepidations. Like I think you could make a case for the other three major sports teams that the ownership, even with Craig Leopold in the wild, there's some suspect decisions, and there could be changing of guards that could be made at all of them. Obviously, the Wolves are in the process of, of doing that as we speak. But, yeah, I I I don't think I have any issue with extending the Wolves. I think they've done a damn good job, and then, yeah, I would extend Spielman and Fire.
1: Yeah, there, we should do, right? this is probably for, for Mackie and Judd, there's, there's a whole episode to be had, like a state of the... Ownership of these teams episode because you've got, I think, the Wilfs or the Wilves. I feel like the plural of Wilf should be Wilves with a V. That's the pack of phonetically. The, the pack phonetically, of Wolves. A pack of, a roaming pack of Wolves just yep. walking their way through US Bank Stadium. Uh, I think they are by far the best ownership group in town and. At the bottom of that list is Glenn Taylor by ten miles, and we'll yeah. see what happens with A. Rod and Mark Lurie. <laughs> Uh The poll ads have always just been like oddly distant, and they've lacked curiosity. You know, it was a huge shakeup to part ways with Terry Ryan and go into this sort of new school front office, and yep. like that's kind of gone downhill this year. They've they've always hesitated to to make big splashy moves, and so. They're at the bottom. And Leopold is so engaged. I mean, he's literally sitting there at every home game just pounding a program. And he wants the team to be so good. And he's very interested and curious and engaged. I just think sometimes he doesn't – like, I think he's got it right now with Billy Guerin. So, right. and, he, and he's clearly been listening to Billy Guerin. But the, but the Wilfs, I think, are sitting atop of that list. So I'm with you guys. I'm mm-hmm. extending the Wilfs in this scenario. All right. Daniil Hunter, Eric Kendricks, Brian O'Neill. Oh. Three of the best non-skill position quarterback players on the Vikings. Fire extend year to year. Hunter, or in this case, cut extend year to year. Hunter, Kendricks, Brian O'Neill.
2: Dex you start us off.
0: Uh I extend Brian O'Neal. I think that's that's obvious. He's the most stable tackle this team has had in years. I'm extending I'm extending him. I'm going. I'm going year to year with Hunter right now, just because even though he's been great pre the neck injury, um, I, I have to see it. I can't. I, I have to make sure that this dude's clean and healthy and ready to go, and the neck injury is behind him. I'm I'm firing Eric Kendricks, and I like him, but he plays linebacker. Like maybe some smarter football people can correct me. I think linebacker is a very expendable position. I know it's not. It, it, it's it's going to make the least amount of impact of these three. If I'm ranking, yeah, the most impact. I, I, I
1: almost feel like we've gone too far with that in the NFL where it's like linebackers irrelevant because we're playing nickel. It's like, yeah, but if a team decides that they're going to run the ball down your throat, you need guys like Eric Kendricks to step up and help prevent that from happening. Yeah. And,
2: and to cover tight ends in today's and NFL. Way, he still plays a ton and he can cover guys like he is. He's really good. He, he start of the he is start of the new breed of athletic linebackers that if you watch can actually cover not exactly like a safety, but much closer to safeties than they used to be.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you need ideally you have a big athletic type, uh, linebacker that's covering some of these big tight ends that are yep. and you need to do it well. So, Judd, where are you at with this one?
2: Oh boy, this is a really tough one. Um, I'm going to extend O'Neal because. I mean, my God, this line has been a ha, has been a mess. They're trying to rectify it, but he is one of the draft picks that they've made. What a second round pick a few years back, who's been good. He is going to be extended at some point soon here, so that's an interesting thing. Um, I am, oh man, because because Hunter's coming off the neck. I think I'm going to side with Dex. I think I would go year to year with Hunter. Now, now the Daniel. Hunter dynamic might change here in the next few months. Like if he starts to play and we're like, whoa, he's not the same player, but right now I can't just fire him or cut him. Like he's had had in the last two years, he's played 14 and a half sacks each year. And then I'm going to cut Kendrick's, but only be, because this question is a complete bear, and I hate it. And I hate the fact that you gave us these three names <laughs> okay. because there's no definitive answer. Um, so Judd said he'd cut Deniel Hunter. Yeah, exactly. So I'm cutting Deniel Hunter because, or I'm, I'm sorry, I'm cutting Kendrick's because I can't bring myself to cut Deniel Hunter yet. <laughs> but hand. I would like to see what he can do or can't do yeah. because I mean, this is going to be a huge. Uh, this is going to be a huge story going into this season. How quickly can Daniil Hunter, if he can, get back to being the guy who was probably on a on a Hall of Fame track and now just happened to have neck surgery. Yeah. So I uh I think
1: quarterback's the most important position. Wide receiver has kind of I think wide receiver used to be more expendable. You just get a good quarterback to create wide receivers. Now it's like, you know, you need dynamic dudes. So I think yeah. there's some positions that are just like at the top. I think I think uh pass rusher is in the Mount Rushmore of most important things in the NFL. Um, and so I know it's risky. I want the Hunter around for the next five years. And I, I will take the injury risk. I just want him locked up. I'm extending Daniel Hunter injury risk be damned. I am going year to year on Eric Kendricks because I think we're probably overrating Brian O'Neill a little bit here. Like Brian O'Neill is good, but he's closer to like slightly above average than elite at his position. And, um, okay. I'm gonna. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep. I, I think. Where's my logic? In terms of how good are they at their position? Hunter and Kendricks are are among the best at their positions. Yeah. O'Neal is good, but he's not considered among the best at his position. Makes so sense. I'm gonna keep the two guys that are that are the best at their positions. If that makes sense. Yeah, I but said, I mean, I've also just. I've also created a huge hole along my offensive
2: line again. we've
1: been complaining about for years.
2: A team. A <laughs> team that has issues developing. Um, offensive linemen now just let go of one of the few that they have really found and hit on. I can't do it. Yeah, man. Not for this team. And you know what? I trust Zim. Zim, you go find yourself another linebacker (laughs) and then Zim will quit, but that's fine. All right. Here's the next one. This
1: is a, this is a broadcaster question for you. Ooh, Nice. Color commentators on national football telecasts. Okay. Fire extend year to year. All right. Chris Collinsworth. Tony Romo, Troy Aikman.
2: Oh, this is easy. I'm extending our guy, Tony Romo, who I was never a huge, a huge fan of as a quarterback, but as an analyst, I'm giving him a big thumbs up. There are a lot of similarities
1: between Kirk Cousins and Tony Romo, and that oh my god, look at the numbers they put up. Correct. And then sure. they're more known for now. It's it's a little bit. Uh, less fair for Roma because Roma was actually statistically a really good fourth quarter quarterback and late fourth quarter guy. Yeah. And he has he's known for, like,
2: the five meltdown moments, which, you know, validly so, if that's yes. a word. Mm-hmm. Year to year, a guy who right now is exactly that, Collinsworth. He's getting older. I don't know how much longer he's going to want to do this, uh, but he's still very good. I still enjoy him a lot. And Aikman's an easy fire to me. Really? He's mm-hmm. fine, but I but I don't think he's great. That's I, he. He would be of the three that you just gave us if That's... they quit tomorrow and said I'm done. Aikman could be replaced. Should, uh, I, should, should
1: I put Brian Greasy in here, the Monday Night uh, guy? It's no, no, Brian he'd be
2: Greasy. no. But I mean,
1: Aikman to me is okay. What was, if what if we replace okay. Aikman with a guy who's never done it but is coveted, Peyton Manning? I'm still firing Oh, So Collinsworth,
2: Romo, Peyton Manning. I'm firing him. Collinsworth then. No. I love Peyton. I, I Peyton might be
0: really I, good. Peyton doesn't do anything for me. I, I'm sorry he I doesn't. No, you don't like him. What? It doesn't It doesn't do Dude, it. Dude, he's got the... Okay. He's boring. I hate his draw. But he's I not boring. It.
2: He's funny. He, he was boring on purpose as a player because players are supposed to be boring. He bought into that. He, I think That's he's hilarious. hilarious. I don't think he's boring at he's all. He's one
1: of the great SNL guest hosts of all time. Like
0: He's... He's got some chops. It's okay.
2: Um, so yeah, fire, I'm gonna you're firing Peyton Manning, Declan.
0: Yes, firing Peyton, and
2: I'm and I'm firing Collinsworth then, not because he's not great. I love him, but because he is the closest to being at the end of a broadcasting career.
0: I would go year to year on Tony Romo. I like Romo. I really, really do. He's fun. He's hilarious. It's easy to make fun of him. I but Chris Collinsworth, man, the slide in. Just the way he breaks down players, he's you know he's the founder or is the, at least the owner and founder of PFF, right? He's not the founder of it. He, the he bought into it after like, it in.
1: they were around for like eight years. Got he it. bought into it and, um, and saw potential
0: in it. I would be more disappointed about losing Chris Collinsworth, in my opinion, than losing Tony Romo. So I'm extending Collinsworth and going year to year with Romo.
1: All right, I'm extending without having ever seen him call a game, Peyton Manning, because I think he'd be amazing at it. I am going. I'm going year to year on Collinsworth because I love Collinsworth. I I hate to say this, but I'm saying goodbye to Tony Romo. What? I'm I'm a little worried that Tony Romo is kind of a one-trick pony. Like, oh, he calls plays before they happen. Yeah. And he says, oh, Jim, a lot. I I love Tony Romo, but we're comparing him to Chris Collinsworth and Peyton Manning here. Let's not crown Tony Romo after two years.
2: Exactly. All right. Hold on a second. Romo. Oh, way, way, way,
1: way, No I don't know,
2: John. I don't know. Oh, God. Romo is great because he he mocks the whole process, too, though, with Nance. And it's, it's hilarious. I love Tony Romo. I'm just
1: saying, in this exercise, there's only three names. Right, and I Colin love Ford's the other the, two names. But Chris is in his 60s. He'll be done soon. I don't know, man. I mean, they might push him out. Now that Maria Taylor's about to sign with NBC for $5
2: well, million dollars a year. They supposedly are going to push. Um, are they? Michaels is going to go to – Michaels, it sounds like, is, go, is going to be pushed out for Tariqo after this season uh, because NBC has the Super Bowl. He'll call one last Super Bowl. And then there's a chance – the newest report is NBC is going to produce the Amazon telecasts. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Michaels is going to transition to the, if if he wants because he get he quit too. But if he wants, he's going to transition possibly to the NBC-produced Amazon package. Yeah. And if yeah, they do I that, think, I think Breeze replaces – Collinsworth and Collinsworth might go with Michaels.
1: The other thing too, so so there's a re- a re- couple reports out today. So Maria Taylor's contract ends with ESPN before game 7 of the finals. It's outstanding. We're probably going to get 7 cuz it's going to be uh, Suns probably win game 5 at home, Bucks probably take game 6 at home and then She'll have maybe gone to NBC for the Olympics and whatnot yes. before Game 7? Yes. It's pretty amazing. All right. Uh, NFL Free Agency Week, the NFL Draft, and Championship Sunday. Fire extend year. This is my last one. Fire extend year to year. hmm
2: Free Agency Week, Draft, Championship Sunday. Oh, this is easy for me.
0: Really? This is tough, man.
2: Yeah. Well, we we differ here greatly. I am firing the draft. Wow. What? I am firing the draft. I am extending free agency. Wow, dude. Which I absolutely love. And I'm going year to year with the actual only on field product you mentioned. Oh my God. Um this is, this, and, and by the way, I say I say that without any trepidation, without any hesitation. So I had no problem. I, I gave that zero thought before I told you that.
1: Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna fire the draft as well. I love the draft, but i I'm extending Championship Sunday. It's one of my favorite days of the year. You wake up. It's just seven (laughs) hours of the best football you're going to see all year. And then I'm going year to year on free agency week, which is just a great, great, glorious tampering period filled with speculation rumors.
0: We're all different here. I'm firing free agency week. It's fine. No, just is that why you take vacation during? Yeah, it? exactly. Oh, I mean, I know, I know I did. I did that. <laughs> it's unpromptly, not fine. I did that unpromptly. You know, we, not... get,
1: we 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 got the dates last. Uh, we got the dates for next year yesterday. By the way, okay. So we'll send those over. Thank we can you. all keep those locked. Those in.
0: Lock those in. Uh, I'm firing free agency week. It, it's fine. It's fine, but it doesn't doesn't do anything compared to these other two things. I love the draft. I. Love the NFL draft, dude. I know it's a grind. Covering it is an insane grind. I get that, but I love it. So I'm extending the draft, and I'm going year-to-year year on championship week. I think it's just like easy to say championship week you go year-to-year year with. So,
1: All right, there it is. A lot of dissenting opinions here. And
2: Free agency week is one of the year. highlights of my year. I love it. On the content side, I
0: get it. You know, and I even though I took. But I mean, we know all it, the but...
2: names, like all the guys who move. You know their names. The draft, you're like two rounds. You probably know names, and after that, you don't know any of the names. Really, you okay. claim you do. Oh, that's a great title, Mobo, well,
0: dude. You get German wide receivers on YouTube. Mobo. Come
2: on.
1: Oh my god. That's my point. <laughs> Mobo. I'm firing Mobo, but I'm extending live racing at Brainerd International Raceway this weekend, all right? Tomorrow through Sunday, the second annual Jed Coppa Memorial Race, uh, full weekend of live racing. It's a blast up there at Brainerd International Raceway. The Trans Am Series has been a 50-year tradition, and uh, they've got it honed for just a great (laughs) fan experience. So ticket and camping packages still available at BIRMN.com. It's time to get out, enjoy some live raising. Are you guys ready for your random Viking of the Week here? Are you hold on a second, let me hit the uh the official thing here. Are you ready for this cheesy graphic that we created <laughs> with a stick figure? Would you draw that? Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> for the YouTube audience. God. All right, random Viking of the week. We're gonna pit oh. Judd against Declan here, and I'm gonna give you a series of clues. You each get three – look at this. A jet's landing on my oh, – that's, oh, that's Declan's music. It's Sorry, the music. <laughs> I, thought a, I thought it was a seaplane I landing like, on my I thought both was
0: happening. I was like, oh, that's hilarious.
1: Yeah. Um, so you guys each get three incorrect guesses, and you can ask yes or no questions, and then I get to decide if I answer them. But I will give you clues throughout. Okay. okay? Random Viking of the Week. This player had a nine year career in the NFL. This player was undrafted.
0: Okay. It's
1: very broad, okay? <laughs> this player played college football on the West Coast, San Diego State, to be exact. This player played defense.
2: My first guess. I think Judd's got this. I'm not positive I do because I might have the school wrong, but it, I, it rings a bell. Robert Griffith? Okay. I have one wrong. Texas, three left. Mm-hmm.
1: I thought Judd had it there.
2: Is that all the clues?
1: All right. Okay, keep going. No, 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 no. This player, so he's a defensive player, mm-hmm. but this player never tallied a sack. San Diego State. <laughs> this player also never picked off a pass.
0: Nine year career, no picks.
1: No picks, no sacks. We still don't know. Nine year career as a defensive player. We still know his position. What was his position? It's not a yes or no question. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, okay. I, I, I will say def- this,
0: this... Does he play defensive line? No. Okay.
1: Maybe like a nose tackle. This player wore a number in the 50s for the Vikings. The linebacker. And he played for both Mike Tice and Brad Childress. He spent six seasons Hold with on. the Vikings.
2: So he played for... Wait, wait. He played for... Six of his nine Tyson, seasons were with the Vikings. He played for Tyson Childress. He was a linebacker. Judd covered this player. Yeah. Um, San Diego State. Hold on. I'm I'm thinking he, out loud. lot. Okay. He
1: also... I'm going to keep rattling clues here. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. He also played
0: for the Seahawks. Ben Lieber.
2: He played for the Chargers. I, I don't. He didn't. He was play, teammates he with
0: Ben He
2: played at Kansas State. Um, he also played for the Seahawks. He played for the Seahawks and the Vikings. He played linebacker. He played at San Diego State. He
1: wore number fifty nine.
2: I'm trying to think of the amount of guys that trend. The linebackers that transferred from Chil- from Ticey to Childress. Um, he made. He made.
1: He made two all pro teams as a special teamer, one voted by Pro Football Heath Weekly. Keith Farwell. There it is. I knew special teams was going to get it.
2: Keith <laughs> Farwell. No, I believe he's a special teams coordinator. How about that he dude play?
1: Yeah, well, he also, he was working also for, uh, it was a company that created mm-hmm. those sort of like uh, <laughs> we 360, tried 360 degree cameras. Yeah, He was at Vikings training camp before he became a coach, yeah. Yep, and the Vikings wouldn't let us talk to him, right, or
0: something, or, or he, he didn't want allowed. to
2: because of that. But yeah, yeah. he. Um, all right, so it's two to one now. I lead, but Declan still has the record because he got Tavares Jackson that one day. Well,
1: he got to T-Jack after like my one first clue. word of yeah. a clue. Yeah,
2: so Dex still has a. Deck still has the way more impressive win over me. Yeah. So uh, all right, we we
1: also uh, per request here, our friend Jordan Ryan, loyal listener of the show, he DM'd me on Twitter and said. You guys are doing these purple rewind episodes, you're doing these Judd training camp sort of camp side stories from the past. And he has a request for sort of a let's call it a purple rewind short, if you will, like a, a mini episode. Like a 30 for 30 short?
0: Yeah. What if exactly. I told you?
1: And he wants to know about Brad Childress cutting Marcus Robinson on Christmas Eve, like Mm -hmm. 15 years ago. And this story, by the way, is going to be powered by our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company here. So Federated, when something bad happens to you as a football player, you're kind of screwed. Let's be honest. But when something bad happens to you as a business, you don't have to be in trouble. At least you can help minimize risk with the tools that Federated Insurance provides. Find a full list of industries Federated protects. And find uh, a list of all the resources they can provide in peace of mind for your business at federatedinsurance.com. And remember, at federated, it's our business to protect yours. Enjoy a weed free summer at the lake, courtesy of Aquaside. One easy application of Aquaside
2: pellets can eliminate weeds in lake muck. Yeah. Aquaside has been trusted by hundreds of thousands of lake homeowners since 1960. Neglecting aquatic weeds can hamper recreational activities like swimming and boating.
1: Lake weeds can also provide breeding habitats for insects. Make your lakeshore beautiful this summer with Aquaside. Call 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. Why did Brad Childress savagely cut Marcus Robinson on Christmas Eve? Was it
2: 2006? Yep. Yep, it was uh, Christmas Eve 2006. The Vikings had played. In fact, it was Tavares Jackson's first start. The Vikings had played a game against the Packers, a Thursday night game, one of the worst football games I've seen in my entire life.
1: This is the campfire, but this is for uh, the Christmas fire here. Correct. This is the, yeah. Yule log, the Yule log here.
2: They played, I believe it was the Thursday before Christmas in Green Bay. Tavares started, had what Royce wrote at the time, was the worst start ever by a Viking quarterback. Uh, the game was a debacle. Fred Smoot actually returned an interception for a touchdown, did the Lambo leap, and got beer dumped on him. Right. Packers, came, Packers came back to win it, I believe, on like three field goals. It was like 9-7. But anyway, so there was a long break after that, and among the things that happened during that break time was um, Kevin Williams signed a contract extension, which was the good news. Something happened with Napoleon Harris. I don't remember what. But the third thing was um, Marcus Robinson talked to our old friend, Sean Jensen, in a Q&A in which he pretty much called out how the offense was being run. And remember, Brad was calling the plays. It was his offense. Now, yep. if I'm not mistaken, time. the it was kick-ass offense. Kick kick offense. offense. Yeah. In fact, you know what? I think the kick-ass quote came after that Green Bay game. I think it was like the Friday after Seaford asked Brad about it. He's like, this is still a kick ass offense. And I believe Marcus Robinson at the time led the Vikings in touchdown receptions. Now, granted, they weren't, the passing game was not good, but Marcus was still a productive player. But anyway, he did the uh, QA with Jensen and, you know, alluded to some things he didn't like. And so on Christmas Eve, Marcus Robinson, Brad decided, and I think it was unbeknownst to almost everybody, Mm -hmm. decided to cut Marcus Robinson, which he thought was going to make a statement of, this is my team, I'm in power. I mean, that whole year, Phil, if you recall, was about Brad trying to show his authority. I feel
1: like forcing your power as a coach or manager, especially, like, in the last 20 years, is always a failing strategy. If you're trying to, like flex on the people that you that work for you it's like oh no man oh no, right Brad.
2: and you might have a little bit more leeway to do it if you're um established like belichick but if i think if you come in and flex it's like shut up so anyway he cuts him and i don't think i mean he clearly didn't think this through but i've always said this it was a very philadelphia mentality thing I feel like Eagles fans would have been like, "Hell yeah! Show him the show him the bricks!" Boom, yeah, Eagles, Eagles fans once famously booed Santa Claus, right? Yeah, and I mean they do cheer pe- people that get hurt. They hate their own players. They're they're a great bunch, but <laughs> anyway, they're terrible fans. Yeah, oh, they're terrible fans. people. Well, actually, they're very very passionate fans, but they're crazy. Yeah, they're so they're felons. What they but are. in Minnesota, cutting a guy on Christmas Eve is probably about as big a PR blunder. With, without doing something illegal. It's probably about as big a big a PR blunder as you can possibly have. Yeah. And so all hell breaks loose. People are PO'd and rightfully so. This guy who was somewhat productive has now been cut. And that is where, among the games I've covered, that is one of the biggest quit jobs I ever saw. The Vikings' regular season finale, which actually came the same day that Glenn Mason was fired after the debacle for the golfers in the bowl game, um, the Vikings just quit. And so, like, they didn't care. And the Rams on Christmas, or I'm sorry, on New Year's Eve, Eve. New Year's Eve Day, lambasted the Vikings. And part of the reason why was because Brad had so lost the players. And the Marcus Robinson thing was a big problem. And it's still one of the – it's not – nearly as short-sighted as the Moss decision, which ultimately really cost Brad his job. But as far as establishing yourself, that was probably one of the biggest overreaches I have ever seen, was cutting a guy who, by the way, you were one game away from just saying... See you later. Bye. Later, it's cool.
1: Bye. Man, the, the Vikings, I've just pulled up the box score for that game, the quit game. So they got carved by a non-playoff. It was like a 500 Rams team with Mark Bolger. Ugh. Yep. Mark Bulger yes. was the starting quarterback. And uh, Stephen Jackson, yep. remember nice. him? He was oh, amazing yeah. for a few years. Oh, yep. he's oh, he, he was. He uh, went for one forty-two and three yes. touchdowns. Oh, they He also, he also yeah. scored a fourth touchdown on a pass reception. Yep, and they were down forty-one to seven halfway through the fourth quarter until the Vikings rolled off a couple of late touchdowns to save face.
2: T-Jack T was the quarterback by that point, and and Stephen Jackson would punish you like he was tough. And so I think the Vikings were like, "Screw this, man." We're going out after this game. Our season's done. We don't like our coach now. Yeah. We are not going to tackle Stephen Jackson. So, so that didn't, that's didn't, the story. Didn't, didn't Childress... So I, I started
1: covering that team in 07, like, on a daily basis. Um And so I'm trying to remember, like... He had to change a little bit. Like he, he became a little bit more of like a gregarious, yeah. chilly, and he definitely was trying to be more player friendly
2: going into 07, Right? Yeah. So I was told that he spent the off season before 07 at least partially, hanging out with like Tony Dungy, and he decided to try and become Dungy. And I, to early, see how long he can look at a camera without blinking. Early in the next training camp, that's really creepy. Early <laughs> in the next training camp, like he was like. Getting in the plays once in a while, picking up the ball and running, trying to be like the new Brad, which was fine uh but I mean, it also showed he didn't really have he didn't really have a idea of who he was gonna be as a coach, like from a personal standpoint uh but yeah, that was that was a mess and but what again, what made no sense about it and what was just so confusing was you were to your last game. you and Marcus Robinson didn't get along. that was clear, and that's also fine. that's co- going to happen. So why don't you just play that last game, and then you cut him, and no one says a word? It's like okay, cool.
1: Yeah, it just seems like it's so callous. Like I don't know. And it was a great example of Childress adds value to an organization, but he had a really hard time as a leader of men. There's another story to be told here at some point about the first time, or maybe it was the second time, Childress brought media in. The Vikings always used to bring media in to do like a film study in the off season. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember we can we can do this some other time, but like I remember one little anecdote he showed us this like pretty long video of Wild a mark. herd of buffalo yep. sticking together <laughs> to fend off yes. like lions or tigers or something and and I'm and it was like we got the point. All right, if you stick together as a team then you can accomplish right. anything, right? But I'm just trying to envision like some of these players who are twenty three years old, yeah. But just like, what are we doing right now? Yes. It's ridiculous. So that's the story of Brad Childress cutting Marcus Robinson.
2: Of and, and the epilogue to that whole thing as far as the that batch of wide receivers went is, of course, that is the New Year's Eve where I think a bunch of Vikings players rented a bus downtown to go party. Nice. And, Tra- and Travis Taylor and his mother were arrested.
0: That's right. What? Yeah.
2: Travis Taylor was arrested along with his mother for like, not what, what
0: did his mother like do? Like the police Dis- disorder like I, of conduct or something. Yes. Like what? they, I,
2: I think they probably told a cop and who knows in retrospect, they might've been right to take a flying leap, but they both got arrested. But anyway, one of my favorite parts is not the fact that they got arrested, but it was a player and his mom, which is, I will never cover again. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So anyway, <laughs> That's Travis pretty Taylor. Fun. What a legend,
1: Travis Taylor. Um, good stuff. Judd's all full of great stories. From the,
2: There's the Mike There's more where that era. came from.
1: Um, hey, if you're uh, if if you're Marcus Robinson and you got some free time on your hands after you've <laughs> been cut on Christmas Eve, find somewhere warm and bring your PXG golf clubs. Maybe the Gen 4 clubs, which are PXG's best performing clubs. Maybe some PXG clubs will show up at the Open Championship. I mean, keeping my eye on the, the leaderboard here, maybe see some uh, maybe see some of those Gen 4 clubs across the pond if you will. But PXG Minneapolis and Southdale Center is just a golfer's paradise, amazing place to find uh, dream clubs and some great summer apparel to look good on the golf course. PXG.com slash Minneapolis if you want to uh, find out more there. So that's a wrap on today's episode, boys, of Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment with the mission statement of we want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. Less than two weeks until Vikings training camp, and we will have you covered just like always seven days a week and maybe even more on the show. We'll see you guys tomorrow.